Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and I am excited to be on the show today. And, of course, I'm going to welcome Mr. Jay Logan. Mr. Logan, are you out there today? Yes, I am out here today in the wonderful, wonderful uh, city of San Francisco. Well, it is so great to be on with you today, Mr. Logan. I'm really excited. We're having Grace Bush, student who graduated from college first before high school, okay? But, you know, Jay, as you always bring us the news every week, there's some exciting news this week um, and some sad news. So let's begin with maybe the sad news first, Jay, which is actually celebratory because of how long this woman was on earth and what she has given us. So let's start with celebrating, not being sympathetic, but celebrating Maya Angelou. Uh, yes, um, uh, yes. She was a she was a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman, um, and just an inspiration, and uh, one of the greatest uh, uh, authors and uh, musicians and talented people you could ever meet, and uh, had a lot to do with the, the movement in the '60s. And it's a, it's a great loss. I really don't know what to say. I mean, so many things that she has written, so many wise words she's given us over the years. You know, it'll be remembered too far, too often. We remember people after they're gone, whether they're, you know, we've had uh, young people commit suicide. We've had people who are older pass away. You know, sometimes young people passing away also from natural causes. So it tells us that it's, you have to live each day and do what you do, you know what I mean? And having a lot of fun with what you do. Yes, it so, does. It reminds me of a, a thing she said and one quote that she said that's going to stand out with me. Gail, she said, and good done anywhere is good done everywhere. And that's that quote, Maya Angelou left, is going to be here forever. Jay, I totally, totally agree. So, um, and, and, and going on to the next thing, I really, you know, I really want to go into this subject matter because it really brings us to our guest who's coming up. I mean, here it is, the old go out and the young continue to move forward. And moving forward with such people like Grace Bush who graduated from high school, I mean from college first and then high school, brings us to this next story about the six-year-old scientist who came to the White House. Can you share with us a little bit of that? Oh, that's a wonderful story. Oh, you know, it, you know it's about these super kids, you know, and, and, and Grace is a super kid too, and we're going to get into that. But this project that the administration has brought is called the STEM Project, and it's science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, mathematics, and it's collectively known as STEM. So they honor these students every year, and, um, 
And this one group of students that they have, they have 30 students that represent like 30 different states, 30 teams, I would say 30 teams. And these teams, um, they get together and they compete nationwide. And this one team had this six-year-old kid on it. He was as young as six. And they did some research for cancer and influenza and an invention to, uh, to, to reduce uh, the need uh, you know, for rare earth. Uh, and some of them had an invention to reduce the need for minerals and magnets and robotics, vehicles, to rescue people from dangerous waters. They had all, all these different types of teams out there, but this one kid, they were doing cancer research, and he was only six years old. So this is what I mean about these super kids, you know. It's amazing, man. We live in a wonderful world where we have these talented young people that are daring, and they, they work hard. And Obama's administration was just giving them their props. <laughs> That is truly amazing, you know, and, and that's what brings us into our student who is now online with us to actually be on the show. So I'm really excited because Grace is on with us. So, Jay, are you ready to bring her on? I am so excited. Let's do it. Okay. I have lots of questions. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Good. How are you? We are so excited to have you on. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Well, Grace, you know, we're just talking about the White House. So my name is Gail, and this is Jay Logan. Hello. 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 Yeah, Hi, Grace. My name, is, my name is Gail, and this is Jay Logan. And so, Grace, we mm-hmm. want to have some fun with you. We actually want to learn from you how you were able to accomplish having your college degree, okay, and okay. your before getting your high school. And, you know, like wh- how that was for you. You know, like did you get to hang with your friends and, you know, was it studying hard so other students know that they can achieve the same thing. So are you willing to have some fun with us, Grace? Sure. Sure. Okay, cool. So, first of all, thank you for taking your time out to be with us today. We, we, yeah. we kind of feel like, you know, we kind of feel like we're b- behind you, okay? You know, like we're old mm-hmm. and obsolete over here, you know. <laughs> so, so I have a question for you. So, you know, Jay, I'm going to go right into the question. So, Grace, how we'll do is we'll ask you a question, and if you mind, mm-hmm. wouldn't mind sharing some of the information, but don't give away everything because then we can't ask the next question, okay? Okay. Okay. So, Grace, you know I have to ask you. I have to start out like this. How did you do it? How did you graduate from college first and then, like, before you even got your high school degree? Like, that is just the coolest thing. How did you do that? Well, I started out homeschooled um, until I was 13 years old, and then my mom enrolled me in Broward College for a year, and then in my sophomore year, I transferred to FAU, um, and FAU has a um, high school program that you can go through, and you can finish your high school, um, get your high school diploma at the same time you get your college degree. So basically, that was a program that I went through, and I was allowed to um, get my diploma, both my diplomas at the same time. Well, Jay, do you want to go on with the next question, or you want me to ask? Um, yeah, I have, yeah, I'll let you ask the next question, Gail. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm amazed. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm in shock. So, you know, Grace, you had the benefit of both things, right? You had the benefit mm-hmm. of homeschooling, the benefit of going to, um, go, then being enrolled in high school. You know what I mean? 
Tell me if I heard you correctly. You were enrolled in uh, a program at college. You were going to college for a year. Um, Before I went to FEU, yes, I was in Broward College. I have to ask you, for someone who must have been 14 at the time, what was that that like for you, having students who are older than you, okay, and then Mm kind of like skipping by high school after being homeschooled at home? What was that experience like for you? Well, before um, um, starting that program, I thought it was going to be weird for me because everybody there was going to be 18 years older, and so I thought it was going to be weird um, adjusting from homeschooling to um, going straight into college, but I really found the the transition very easy, and I didn't really think anything of it. So, Jay, you have the next question. Yeah, okay. Okay, Grace, I'm just so excited that you're here. And, you know, I don't know if you noticed that your last name kind of sounds presidential. I don't know if you <laughs> checked out your last name. But anyway, I'm going to ask some funny questions because I'm just, I want to know the secret to your power. Because, see, I want, I want my daughter to be like you. I want to know, I have three questions. First, what do you eat? How long do you sleep? And how long do you study? Could you ask, answer those three questions for me? Okay, what do I eat? Um, I'm kind of a junkie. Um, oh. <laughs> um, I, oh, um, my mom is. Um, she tries to keep us healthy. Um, she doesn't bring too many sweets in the house. Um, so I'm kind of small. Um, but I like my junk food. Um, okay. I, um, I've been sleeping a lot lately since I've gotten out of school. But during the school semester, if I'm lucky, I could get five hours a night. And if I'm unlucky, two. Um, <laughs> And then what was the last question you said, what do I study? Well, yeah, I want to know, how long do you study? Well, um, walk around with Well, for the, um, I'd say from what I remember for the past year, um, I had my classes, and then I had orchestra practice at night, and so every time, every spare time I had in between, I basically studied. So it was 24-7, basically. So basically, you're a walking computer, you're walking around, you're doing all this stuff, and um, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let Gail ask some more questions. But you're a super kid. See, this is what I knew. I knew this Gail. And so you gotta watch. These kids are real smart these days. You gotta watch them. You know. Um, but I, we I have some other questions. But I'm gonna let um, Gail finish her uh, her questions first. So, Grace, you know, if I'm so, I have three nieces that are also located in Florida, and mm-hmm. they're in the interna- they're in the international baccalaureate program. Okay, through the University of Florida. And my question to you is studying, okay? So you said mm-hmm. when you went to college, you must have been like 14 or 15, okay? Mm-hmm. How I started when I was 13. When you were 13, okay. How did the yeah. students interact with you, you know, like, and, and what was, like, the routine for your mom and dad to ensure, you know, like, that you had, like, a normal interaction with the students, but they also knew that you were 13? Like, how was that, you know, that peer-to-peer interaction? Well, the college students, they never knew my age unless they asked. And so um, I kind of kept that a secret so that I wouldn't have to, they wouldn't look at me differently um, in that light. Um, but usually my parents would pick me up right after classes or I would um, stay with my sisters who also went through the program and my um, cousins also. And so I really didn't interact much with the college students. Um, so I just basically stayed with my family during my entire college career, basically. 
Okay, and Jay, I have one other question. So when you finally went to high school, you know, at Florida Atlantic University, you know, when you enrolled in that program, okay, mm-hmm. the first question I would have is I'm going to assume that you started uh, interacting with more kids your age. How was it different from being homeschooled? You had, the, you, you had an opportunity to interact with both, um, both sides of the coin, so to speak being homeschooled for so many years, and then also going into a high school through the university. Can you share with us what you experienced as the differences between the two and which one you liked more? Um, I would have to say um, the social aspect of homeschooling, um, because you're in the home most of the time, unless you participate in extracurricular activities such as um, music or um, PE or something of that nature, you wouldn't really have um, contact with the outside world per se. Um, but in high school, um, you, there, you have some high schoolers in your classes um, who are the same age as you. Um, you see them around campus. And so I would say that I prefer um, the high school um, environment more because I was able to interact more with people my age. Hmm. Okay, Jay, um, you go ahead. I'm loving this. Yes. I have a okay. I have, I have a serious question, and I also have a funny question. I'm, I'm gonna ask my funny question first, if that's okay, Grace. So, <laughs> which was harder, getting the college degree or getting the high school diploma? Which one was which was more challenging? Well, actually, I never actually took any high school courses. I took all college courses, and so um, my college um, credits um, replaced my high school classes, and so I did all college courses. So uh-huh. it's the same difficulty. Okay. And my serious question, uh, is the rumor going around that, that uh, Miss Grace Bush is trying to be a chief justice, is that true? And could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, I always knew I wanted to be involved in the Supreme Court, um, but not until um, this past semester or two semesters ago did I realize that I wanted to be the chief justice um, because I believe that I would like to make a change in the world through um, making peace. And so I thought that was an ideal position for me. So you can. So you're going to continue. So how long? How long do you intend? Uh, you intend to um, stay in school and keep learning? Um, I'm planning on getting my master's degree, and hopefully I'll um, go for the doctorate, and then after that, um, law school, and then I'll be done with school in about ten more years. So. Ooh, so you'll be done by 26, you think? You have all that yeah. going on? Wow, it's incredible. See, this, this is the super, these super kids, Gil. They're taking over the world. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have one on our show well, so well, I can prove it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Grace, first of all, I want to acknowledge because you have a goal, and I want to acknowledge your parents for who they are with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I. I love the fact what you said that you wanted to be a chief joy, justice to change the world. Part of our program here, we're not a radio show. We're um, in the process of being connected in, with the UN in a partnership to have students mm-hmm. like yourself speak, you know, and make a difference, okay? Uh, one of the things that some of the kids that we work with have had the opportunity to interact with is the Model UN, okay? I'd like to mm-hmm. know if you've ever participated in the Model UN. That's one thing. And the second thing is, if you were a chief justice right now, what would you do to change the world? Hmm. Um, I've never been involved in the um, program that you mentioned, the UN um, program. 
Um, if I were Chief Justice now, what would I do? I actually haven't thought about that. Um, it kind of seems a bit far in the future for me. I still, I'm still trying to focus on my school at the moment, and so I really haven't thought about um, what exactly I want to do. But I know that I want to create peace, um, so that's my main goal. I'm going to put you on the spot, Ms. Book. If you had the opportunity for a second, since you're not having to do schoolwork in this moment, you're having fun with us, <laughs> what's one thing that you've heard of over the news that if you could, and you were a Chief Justice right now, and you could uh, bring peace to, what would it be? What would I bring peace to? Yes, ma'am. Well, I would want to start locally first, um, being in Florida, um, and then I would like to expand across the nation, and then maybe if I I could start going across the world, if that's possible for me. So would it be bringing peace to youth, or would it be bringing peace to, you know, communities, what would that look like, you know, when you say there's something there for you when you say you want to bring peace? I can hear it. Can you share just a little bit about it? I know you haven't thought much about it because if you're focused on school, what would it look mm-hmm. like a little bit for you? Um, well, um, our society is not in the best condition uh, as possible, so I would like to bring peace um, in community um, and help people who are distressed and keep crime um, away from our children and um, keep kids off the street and things of that nature. So it's basically more community-based. Okay, Jay, this is one of my questions. What do you do for fun, Grace? How do you hang out and have fun? What do you do? Um, the only extracurricular activity I'm involved in at the moment are two orchestras, the Miami Music Project and the South Florida Youth Symphony. And so um, I play the flute in both of those orchestras, and that's what I do for fun Well, you know, that's, that's incredible because I play the flute also, Grace, and um, I'll let you know, I kind of stopped because I kept getting dizzy. Um, but, you know, you must have a strong windpipe there because how long have you been playing flute? Um, for approximately eight years. Ooh, okay. And so what, what is your favorite piece of uh, composition that you like to play? Um, well, this past um, year, we played um, a Mexican piece, I believe, in um, the Miami Music Project Youth Orchestra. Um, it's called Popuri Perez Prado, um, and that was one of my favorite pieces that I've ever played. And I've heard, wow, you're great. Now, do you, are you first? Uh, are you playing first flute or second? Um, it's kind of weird. Um, we don't have many loudest in our orchestra, so... Um, me and my other friend are kind of sharing seats, so it's not really, it, we really don't really know who's the first chair. Okay, so what type of flute, what kind of flute do you have, a con? What's, what's the brand? No, I just have an Armstrong. I'm Armstrong. looking to upgrade. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> seems like you're going to be doing that very soon. And uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to know, the last question I had, one of the last question is, what was your major uh, when you were doing these college courses, did you have one, or were you just gen- in general everything? Or could you explain a little bit of that? Um, I initially started out with English as an English major, 
um, because I thought that it would help my writing when I eventually went to law school. And then I um, transferred over to criminal justice um, because then I'll be able to have more exposure to the law and I'll be able to know um, a bit what the court system was like. Um, and then in my last year, I double majored in music education and I also have a Spanish minor. But you I never finished my music education mi- major. I just I have one last thing here to say. I want to get your opinion on video games for you. Be, you being a chief justice and you have all these violence and all these video games, could you, what do you think? Should we get rid of these video games or are they cool? Because you're a kid too, so I'm, you would have the greatest insight. Could you, could you answer that? Well, um, I like playing video games, but I'm, I'm, not more, I'm not really into the violent ones. Um, I actually believe that they do have a negative impact on our youth and that they can um, eventually start acting out what they see um, themselves playing. And so I believe that um, violent video games are not a positive influence on our youth. Thank you. Well, first of all, um, i got to ask you, what video games do you play, Grace? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um... I mostly play the Wii, um, Just Dance. I enjoy doing that, and so that's what I do, um, and Mario Party, and things of that nature. Okay. It sounds like you love music. Yes, I do. So, I, and we do too, because some of what we do is a music project as well with the UN. And so I have to tell you this. I can see you as a dancing chief justice just being, being serious. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, one, I know that you have to go. So I have two last questions. My mm-hmm. first question is, Grace, can you tell other students what you would like to see them do? Is, since you were so blessed with the mother that you have and your parents and all that, to have the education you have, what would you like other students to do and how can they do it like you did it? Well, what I would say is that they should strive for the highest that they um, can achieve. Um, because so many um, kids are dropping out of high school um, these days. And so um, in order to do that, they have to stay focused and dedicated, and they have to motivate themselves because a lot of kids don't have their parents in the home or they might be living with their grandparents or or their aunts and uncles, so they might have to look within themselves for their own support. And they should also find themselves friends who are good influences on them so that they can also be motivated through their friends to do better in school. Now, the last question I have for you is, well, two, actually. Are you 16 years old? Yes, I am. I just wanted everyone to hear that, okay? <laughs> so, and the other thing I want to ask you is, how, how can they go through a program like you did? Like, where can they go to find out about a program like, you know, what you went into? Where can people go? Do a lot of the um, colleges have high school programs? No, um, I know there are only a few in um, South Florida, and this is um, this, the program that I went to at FEU High. It was a one-of-a-kind program because you were able to get your bachelor's degree the same time you got your high school diploma, and most other programs you only can get your AA and your high school diploma. Um, and this program also, everything was free, and so that was another um, plus to that program. Um, but I'm not quite sure where they are across the nation and across Florida. Um, but I believe that SAMU has a program like this. Broward College has a program, and FEU has a program. Those are the three that I'm aware of. 
let me make sure I heard this correct. It was free? Yes, it was free. Okay. And I'm sure they don't publicize this as much because it is free. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, we, we just want to – Jay, do you have any last questions? Um, I just want to know if she ever comes to any of the uh, Zellerbach auditoriums and she's playing flute. Uh, I just want to make sure that me and Gail get a VIP ticket. I would love to hear you play <laughs> flute. Thank you so marvelous. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you for being on our show. You're great. You're show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. And it's my last question, well, two last questions. Would you come mm-hmm. back with us uh, at a later time and share two at a later yes. time? Yes, I would. Okay, and my last question is, we asked you right there where you were, and we shared with your mother. We'd love to connect you with them because they're in the International Baccalaureate Program, and one just mm-hmm. came back from China as well. So mm-hmm. would you love to connect with them? They're the same yes, age? I yes, I would. Okay, well, thank you for being on with us. Please thank your mom, Ms. Bush, for allowing you to be with us, and okay, we you. know that you're going to do well. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Sure. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, Jay, I think mm-hmm. that we're behind the eight ball. So for all the show's audience, we're only 25 years old. Exactly. Hello? <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're only 25 So, you know, even at five, we feel old. <laughs> she's amazing, very clear with everything that she's doing. I'm so proud. That is amazing. So, I mean, you know, I, she's very clear, and she knows she wants to be a chief justice, and she's a good... To be a dancer. Please preach to show me. So, Jay, let's go on with the knit. We're talking about, excuse me, we were talking about the scientist who was actually at the White House. Let's finish going into that because I think after this young lady, I think we should really revisit that conversation. Yeah, so like I was, I was saying, the, 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 the thing that the White House set up is called STEM. And the STEM project is, uh, co- is uh, basically science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And it honors young achievers in the, those fields. And, you know, the administration sets it up, and it's been in, it's been in existence, you know, for the last couple of years. And he's also trying to help the educational department, exactly what, uh, what Ms. Grace Bush is trying to do, which I believe she's trying to do the same thing and will be able to do it. And um, this is great that we have people now trying to, you know, bring back the old days, or should I say, bring back the new days and make education number one. Well, we're going to go to a whole nother, I'm hilarious, the this is this is enough. I've heard enough. This is it for me. <laughs> I, I want to let we you are going to, to the Google. 
Hello. Hi. I think the, we're having some technical difficulties with the phone's uh, transmission. Yes. I'm sorry. We're right. We're back. I'm okay. But I'm back. Yes. The, so we I'll, were talking I'll, about the Google. There we Google Logging. <laughs> Hello? Yes, we are back, Jay. There was technical difficulties, so I have dialed in to our audience members from a regular phone. So, really, um, I'm sorry, Jay, let's go right back to the steering wheel. Um, so, we're sorry, we're going to reset right here, audience, and act like we didn't speak about this before because we had some technical difficulties. So, Jay, what did you have to say about the, the glorious steering wheel? <laughs> okay, well... You know, if you, uh, that's, that's amazing. Uh, they they want to have a car where they can get people around the malls, downtown when it's congested, get them out of traffic, and they control everything so everybody has to be in line. Like Kind of like ants. Like, you know, ants that march, they're all kind of coordinated. So they made these cars. Google made these cars without steering wheels and brakes because they want these cars to go a certain speed. Kind of like uh, Disneyland when you get on the Disneyland cars, you know, the little cars that go around. And they're people movers. And that's what they're trying to do. But in our state, California, we don't. Maybe New York allows that, but we have laws that you got to have a steering wheel and some brakes. <laughs> you know, just, I don't know how that's going to I don't know how that's going Well, I think that's absolutely not. <laughs> they're safe. They're safe. I mean, you just you can't stop anything. Well, no, you know, technology is there, and I'm sure in another 20 years, like Google Glass, they'll be there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, the Google steering wheel. So, what are we going to come up with? Next? You know, they have a flying car too now. Yeah, that's uh, that's very interesting too. I wonder. I wonder wow. Yeah, and so we're at the Jetsons age right now, and they also have the the new. Nod ring. I don't know if you've seen this ring. It's kind of like being the Green Lantern or underdog, and you put this ring on, and you're able to control your MacBook, and you're able to control iOS and Windows, any of your Mac computers, any of the your thermostat, your TV. You just point the ring towards the TV. It'll turn on and twist your hand sideways, and whatever you move, it's kind of like a magic wand, but it's on your finger. You all this great stuff, and you can use multiple rings. I'd be like, what is the boss? Well, here's, here's the only concern I have about this, Jay, is all of this is great. But what is going to happen? How does, what is the effect of this on the body? You see, we're coming up with all this technology, but we don't want to talk about what is the effect of this radiation on us. Because regardless of what we say, I think this is amazing technology. But we're going to be left with a situation where what is the effect on our body? Well, are we going to be taking time capsules like we're back at Star Trek or, you know, Star Wars or something? I wouldn't want to take it. Well, it'd be, I, I think it would be the same. Uh, be maybe more radiation coming from the ring. And now you got the cell phone and, and you got the microwave and you got all this stuff on you walk around with. So I think we're already radiated. So maybe <laughs> I hate to say it, but uh, it might be um, – I don't think it's a good thing. 
But it, it definitely is going to have some kind of effect. Because you're walking around, you're walking around with energy on you, and yes. Yeah. Well, let's let's go back to Grace Bush. Grace Bush's parents have her re- studying from regular books, okay? And as you can see, that has done a lot, all right? The kids who are very much into the iPads and so forth, and all of what we're doing on technology for myself. I'll break, you know, I'm also thinking taking a break from technology, like only being on technology for a certain part of the day, actually really does help. You know? Yeah. A lot of these people, yeah. Like the South the scientists, the young man, look at, you know, look at these people. Look at what they're doing. They're making a difference, and, you know, there you go. Yeah, it, that's, uh, it's great to see parents. That. And they have nine kids, by the way, Gail. There's nine Grace Bushes over there, uh, and, and she's uh, she's a super one, and uh, and the other one's a super too. But you know, all their kids are mentoring each other, and, and that's how we have to do as a community. You know, you know, volunteers. And it takes us back to, to Mayor Angelo. You to make this world a better place, we all have to volunteer to help. Our kids grow, and, and go, go be a tutor somewhere, volunteer somewhere, do something great today, go out and do something great. That's the attitude that her parents, uh, little Miss Bush's parents had. And I just appreciate those kind of parents still alive today and well today. We need more parents like that. Yes, and we need more parents who are like yourself, you know, my brother and his wife, and um, Grace's mother and father, I mean, Look at them. Look at the amazing students they're turning into. And um, I just can't wait. You know, one of the questions I did forget to ask her is, like, what is it like being a teenager? You know what I mean? Being a teenager, 16 years old, can you imagine saying she finished her four-year degree? Most kids are getting out, even if they graduate early, they're getting out at 18. So I'm really excited to hear about this young lady. And... um, it's really, you know, this this is really a great interview today. And she's very, and you know what I love about her? She's very matter of fact. This is what I'm going to do, and this is what it's going to look like. So well, we have some joking in there because she's just so clear. I loved it. You know. Right. So Jay, what is our next piece of news after our Google steering wheel? Maybe we'll steer to the right way. <laughs> <laughs> As I talked about, I talked about the control ring. The ring was the, the next bit of news um, where you can put this ring on, and um, the ring acts as a controller, so you can use like a remote control. And now you don't need too many buttons. You have two buttons on the side, and you point the ring, and you move your finger, and you can, you know, you can do a lot of things. You can control your iPad. You can control your computer. And so now everything is going to be, everything is going to be type of control switch, so people have controllers. And eventually, and eventually, everything would be a hologram, and you won't have no rings on. So you remember you were, earlier you were worried about, well, this technology, uh, you'd have to wear this technology and the radiation and the effects. Yeah, but eventually there'll be three-dimensional objects in front of you, and you'll just move those objects with your, with your hand, and, and they'll just be like a hologram. You won't have to do anything. And that's what they're trying to get to. So, you, you know, and the other piece, yeah, so that's where we're at with technology. But the last piece of news, I'm a fan. You like Neo? You like Neo, the, um, the pop sensation Neo? 
Yes, I had a big crush on him. No, I'm only joking. Um, yes, I know. He's gone over to electronic music, as a lot of new artists are, because electronic is a big thing over in Europe and um, other locations around the world. So I'm noticing that a lot of musicians are doing that. Now, we have always thought that pop and urban music and R&B were the big things, but electronic dance is really coming over to the U.S. It has been the highest praise, like in Ibiza and all these other locations around the world. So it, it, it's pretty exciting, you know. It's just pretty, pretty exciting. So that's, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, Neil, he's promised that his new record, Gail, is going to be a hundred, almost 100% R&B. He's not going to do the electronic dance music that made him all this money. He, I say, he says he kept his lights on, he made a lot of money, but he wants to return to um, doing R&B with his roots. And um, he says a lot of people have accused him of basically um, selling himself out and not doing R&B. But he's, this next album he comes out with, uh, which will be out in a couple of months here, uh, he says it's going to be totally R&B. Um, uh, so he didn't. Want, he he didn't want. To, he doesn't want to abandon his base of the electronic music, dance music, but um, he wants to do an R and B album totally. So we're going to see what happens with Neil. Um, this is something different for him. Um, he is also yeah, he's also uh, head of A and R at Motown too. So uh, very talented. Just want to give him a good shout out to Neil. Well, well, Jay. Our show is coming to a close, and I thank you for all your news. We thank Grace Bush for being with us. And I want to leave everyone with a few quotes from our friend, Maya Angelou, who is a friend to everyone. One of the things she said, and this is important for us to leave you with this, especially for ourselves, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Okay? And the other one is when you learn, teach. When you get, give. We're going to leave you with two more. If I'm not good to myself, how can I expect anyone else to be good to me? And finally, Jay, the one that really, I think, says it all for grace, yourself, myself, is success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. And coming from a woman like Maya Angelou, that says a lot. Yes, it does. Okay. So with that said, Jay, thank you for another week on the radio show. And next week we've got some more fantastic things. And Grace, again, thank you. We are very proud of you. And though you may not know Jay and I, we want to know that you're not, we're not the only ones that are proud of you. There's so many. Jay, do you want to say anything leaving out to our audience, please? I like to say that it's great to have kids making a difference. And, and that's, what, that's what our show is about, kids, people, making a difference. And it's just uh, it's wonderful. I'm glad that we have these super kids. And Gail, you always seem to get these super kids on here. I'm so glad that, that you, I just wanted to say, I really appreciate you doing that because it shows all the other kids that you can if you try. You can make a difference. Even a kid, even that six-year-old kid that went up to Obama and, and did the cancer research. And you're never, you're never too small to make a difference. 
that's what I wanted to leave with our audience. Well, thank you, everybody. And um, I'm just very touched today by Grace Bush, having her as a youth taking on our movement forth. While someone like Maya Angelou has left us, and um, I also want to say to the audience, I'm grateful to the audience, I'm grateful to Jay. Uh, today is the two-year anniversary of my mother's death, and this is a day that Maya Angelou is gone. So it leaves me very uh, close to tears because her, again, her quote saying, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it, goes back to Marianne Williamson's poem about when you take on who you are, you give space and humanity the opportunity to take on who they are. So, Jay, see you next week. And to our audience, thank you. And we are going to leave out today with I Want Your Number. We're leaving out with I Want Your Number again today is because we want you to remember to dial your own number and be successful, everyone. I Want Your Number by Patton Leather, P-A-T-T-O-N Leather. Good night, Jay. <laughs>